So hello, hello, and welcome to my tennis journey. Now, as you guys will know, I'm extremely passionate about Derbyshire tennis. It's played such a positive role in my life. And, and today's episode combines my love of Derbyshire tennis and also my love of the County Cup uh, event as winter County Cup is pretty much nearly upon us from Friday the 10th to the 12th of December. And that's where all the counties uh, play off in, a, uh, in groups and you have men's competition and you have a women's competition. And you might remember that uh, in the summer we had a, a preview and a, a review with James Rushby, who's the Derbyshire men's captain, looking at their summer county week campaign. And this time I'm absolutely delighted that we're going to be focusing in on Derbyshire ladies. Um who are in action this weekend. So we're going to speak to the, the co-captain of Derbyshire Ladies, who is Louise Holton. Uh, I'm very excited to do so. So welcome to the show, Louise. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's an absolute pleasure. It really is. And um, I've got to say, first of all, I was I was looking at um I was looking at your tennis club. I was looking at Bamford Tennis Club uh, just before we uh, we uh, started this recording. Is there a more beautiful tennis club in the country than Bamford? It must be up there with one of the prettiest. I think um, we've got four courts and you've got in the background Wynn Hill, which is one of the um, biggest hills in the Hope Valley. So it's pretty spectacular um, view surrounding the courts. So, yeah, that's what, definitely that's must be up there. Me. It struck me that you've got these tennis courts, but then just the most beautiful peak district seen going on behind um is, is that where you started playing was it was it Bamford Tennis Club in the Peak District yes absolutely was so um maybe when I was four five six and um, my mum had always played quite a lot of tennis so she was there playing at Bamford played for the ladies team there um, so that's absolutely where I started playing um we had a couple of friends down the road um that there was two of them and they were the same age as me and my brother so their dad used to take us down every Saturday morning down to the courts at Bamford which was just a five minute walk away and that's where we all started playing really and um, really enjoyed it made it really fun just played games on a Saturday morning got us into tennis um, and that's where it all started so it was really nice to be able to start this journey at a club so close to home. You know, like uh, I'm out coaching this afternoon and, you know, I'll have my thermals on. I'll have mm -hmm. my gloves on. I'll have two pairs of gloves and three hats on. I'm imagining that whilst it's an absolutely beautiful scene at that club that you must. Can you remember as a kid, was there some like terrible, terrible weather up there in the Peak District? Yeah, I think we've probably had it all. Yes. Um, I mean, even today we're having quite often have to go down and sweep the leaves off the courts because we're surrounded by so many trees um icy mornings there's been some winter times we've gone down they've been covered in snow um which is also very pretty with all the hills around so um yeah and of course the odds the odd hot summer day as well but um you know um how did you take it to the next level I mean you know I know you've played at a really high level but you've started off just having fun and games at, at Bamford and that's the way to start, isn't it? That's what it's all about. If you, if you have a smile on your face, you're going to go back next week. How did you then take it to the next level from, you know, progressing to, into a performance junior? 
So I, so yeah, Bamford started there for the first couple of years. When I was that age, then my main sport was swimming. So I, although I played a bit of tennis, it wasn't my main sport. Um, but then when I got to 11 or 12, so started secondary school, I am um, swimming kind of my passion for tennis um, became greater and I started playing more and more and that eventually became my main sport instead of swimming. Um, and that's when I started playing more in Sheffield. I already had played a little bit in Sheffield prior to that time, but because of the Bamford was only a small club, um, Sheffield had much bigger clubs, much um, more people to play with. So went and started playing at Aberdale Tennis Club initially, where um, I ended up playing a few times a week, um, had some great coaches there, and also then transitioned to do a lot at Graves, which is the largest indoor club in Sheffield anyway with eight courts so um yeah that's where I really got more involved and did a lot more squads because there are a lot of a lot more people kind of my level playing there and that's where I met some of the Derbyshire team as well because Graves is on the border with Derbyshire although it is Yorkshire I think it must be within about a mile of Derbyshire and so that's where Katie Wilson for example and Liv Nelms to name a couple um, of people that um, I trained with at Graves, but also got to know through Derbyshire Tennis. So it was fantastic to kind of combine that, um, even though I was on the kind of the, that side of Derbyshire. And, and I know, you know, Derbyshire Tennis has, has gone on to play, you know, a reasonably big role in your life. But at, at that point, did you feel more aligned to Yorkshire or was it always Derbyshire for you when you were growing up? Well, interestingly, I was Yorkshire initially when I um, first kind of was aligned to a county. Yorkshire was my county. I think that's obviously because I played the most of my tennis there and was born in Sheffield. Um, but I, before I did play for Yorkshire, I moved over to Derbyshire because I'd always lived there. So I think that was the county that seemed right for me. And as I've mentioned, I was playing for a lot of people, playing with a lot of people from Derbyshire. So just seemed a great opportunity really nice people great team um to be part of come on but i know like you know yorkshire's a fantastic county but i'm so pleased you made that decision louise <laughs> and, and so when when did you make your derbyshire debut what do you remember about that so it was um under 14 county cup um at billersley on the outdoor courts at billersley um so that was my debut um it was I think it was my final year under 14s because I'm pretty sure that was the only under 14 county cup that I did. Um, it was with Danny Pym, Katie Wilson, Kira Mullins and Sarah Ashcroft. So, I mean, Danny, Katie and Kira particularly I've played with throughout the last 12, 13 years, that being the first one. Um, and yeah, still, they're kind of some of my closest friends. So it really started Um at that first outdoor under-14s County Cup at Billersley. Um, I can't actually remember how we did, though, but um, what I do remember was the apple crumble at one of the restaurants we went to was fantastic. So um, even though I can't remember the tennis results, it was they did have a good apple crumble wherever we went to eat. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love how, like, you know when you say it, the thing that pops into my mind is Chroma and the cakes that you get at Chroma, yeah. you know? I've played that tournament years, so many times. I've been there as a supporter lots and lots of times. 
But what I really remember is the quality of the cake, just <laughs> exceptional cakes at Chroma. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? The things you remember. And, and you know, like, uh, I'm sure we'll get uh, quite a lot of our, our uh, the parents and the juniors listening to this. Um, you wouldn't say that an objective going into being a, you know, a performance junior is to make friends for life. But boy, oh boy, is it one of the things that's really positive that comes out of tennis. You make friends for life. Yeah, definitely. And you spend so much time with the people you're playing tennis with. And you get kind of, when I was 13, 14, 15, I was on tennis court nearly every day, playing a couple of hours every night. And often at weekends, chose to play tournaments instead of maybe socialising with my school friends sometimes. And that's because you get on so well with your friends. It's a social side of tennis as well as chance to work hard, be competitive, do some winning and, um, yeah, enjoy. Totally agree. Totally agree. And who's the big shout out to? Because living in, in uh, you know, Bamford or near to Bamford, I'm guessing there was a lot of to and froing going on here, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, well... When I did, when I told my mum and dad I was um, chatting to you today, they did say, do, do we get a shout out for all the trips they um, have given me into Sheffield every night? My brother and sister both played. So they must have been going in and out of Sheffield two or three times a day sometimes, which was a good half an hour at the weekend, taking us all to different places, doing that juggling act. So absolutely a lot of credit goes to both of them for all of those taxi journeys they gave all three of us <laughs> big respect to mr and mrs holtam and to all those parents of all those derbyshire players who have just given so many hours of carrying here there and everywhere and you know i'm currently in that stage where we've got uh three children all with the various pursuits and and sometimes you feel like you're spinning plates and the other day i got in and uh, i got in and i was like phoebe was there and stanley was there and i was like hey guys how you doing how you doing I was, there was a football match on and i was like oh yeah let's watch that match and I sat down for about five minutes and Becky was outside working because she works in the evenings and uh and I went where's Ned I was like where is he and they were like is it football I was like is he I've got to I've got to go and get him I've got to go and get I had this mad panic <laughs> that I'd totally forgotten my son and it's like and that is I think the stage that the parents get to sometimes with the to and throwing of everything that's going on so very much respect to Mrs. and Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Holtham and thank you for carrying Louise everywhere and, and generating that love of Derbyshire tennis helping to be, play such a big part in that come on um so you, you went through those those junior uh, years is there anything that particularly stands out in your memory or something an event or a, a moment or anything that you particularly loved about junior tennis? Well, one of my um, standout memories from a County Cup, Derbyshire County Cup um, perspective was um, my under 18 debut, actually. So it was at Sunderland Tennis Club. Um, first time I played under 18 with kind of similar people to the people I've already mentioned, but also there are a couple of the older um, girls playing as well that I hadn't got to know so that was a great opportunity for me to learn and um, see some of the older players and um, so I was kind of lower down in the singles order maybe five or number five or six um, and then on the final day there was a deciding doubles um, I think I'm pretty sure it more or less came down to this absolute last doubles um, on the final day our number one pair and unfortunately our number one player got injured um, last minute going into the doubles I think she injured herself during the singles so they needed someone to stand in on that doubles um with Danny Pym 
So I did do, I, I got chosen for that um, match and it was very exciting match. I remember one of our opponents rolling around on the floor at one point, so it got very competitive. Um, but we did manage to win. Um, can't remember the score, but I'm pretty sure it was tight and it may even have gone to a tie break. But um, Danny and I still speak about that sometimes because um, it's a great memory to look back on beating Durham and Cleveland in that. I was thrown in the deep end, got the chance to play with Danny and we still play together frequently in the County Cups now. So that may, be well, may well have been where it started. So um, Love it. Love it's it. And I that. love that, you know, the bravery of standing up to do it. You know, that plays a part in that, doesn't it? It's, it's like it's like your own little mini Hollywood movie, movie with the Hollywood movie ending that you actually won that match. And that's that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's funny how many, you know, I was chatting to uh, Rob Morgan, who was uh, who was coaching Joe Salisbury and Rajiv Ram until very recently. And and Rob was saying um that his memories of County Cup as a junior, because all the players were on the sidelines cheering him on, you know, when, when he managed to win this big match. And I'm sure that plays a part in it, in that result, was it, that your teammates were there celebrating with you and it's the feeling of playing as that team. Definitely. I think if I looked back on all of my results, I bet my best results are nearly always as a team because it, you're playing for more than yourself. You really want to do well for yourself, absolutely. But also you want to do well for your team, that moment, those moments where you win as a team, you get to celebrate promotion, whatever it might be. It's just, you can't really beat it um, with your friends, with your team, and you've all worked towards that goal together. So um, definitely there's something special about it. Come on, and it brings us on to your university career. You know, did, did, the, uh, did tennis play a big factor in deciding where you were going to go to university? Definitely. I mean, it was it was a massive part of my life and I thought university was a great opportunity for me to develop it further. I knew I didn't really fancy America at that stage, um, no, not for any specific reason, but tennis still was really important for me. And there are a lot of UK universities that do have fantastic tennis setups, lots of um, coaching courts um, and facilities. So Loughborough was one of those um, so that stood out to me and another reason Loughborough stood out to me was because he did a combination of maths and sports science as a course which um, both of them really interested me and there weren't many places that did both of them um, as a combined course so it really ticked all the boxes with the course and tennis and being a very good university as well. Facilities in Loughborough what, what are they like? So the facility, yeah, they're great. There's eight indoor courts. And whilst I was there, they got painted pink and purple. So they were Loughborough colours, um, which was fantastic to see. Um, and there are also some outdoor um, courts, six courts outside. So there was a variety. So in the summer, we could head outside and enjoy the better weather. But in the winter, we had so many courts um, that were accessible. There were four hours training a day, generally, um, that you could kind of go to around lectures, obviously there was the balance of um, lectures and tennis. There was great S&C um, in the gym as well. So, we, the, I mean, the gyms there are fantastic. So you've got accessib accessibility to that along with great um, S&C coaches. So can't, re can't really say anything bad about it. It was fantastic, um, really good coach. I had a couple of coaches during my time at Loughborough um, and they were all fantastic in their own way they all brought different things which was great 
to see. I think it's just, again, you know, we've had people who've gone to American universities and it's fantastic to hear all about the setup, you know, the likes of Vic Allen over there, just how amazing it is. But we've also had people like Millie who have, Millie Davis-Smith who have come on and said the UK university setups really good it's really come on and, and it sounds like the facilities and what you've got access to there was it was just brilliant um in terms of like you know so the, your derbyshire career as, a, as, a, as an adult player or what we did you make your your senior team debut as a junior at what point did you first play for derbyshire you know the adult team yeah, I, I was still a junior. I was about 16 or 17. Um, Jane Alsop was the captain of the ladies team at the time. And I made my debut in Wrexham. Um, so, yeah, in, uh, yeah, I was 16 or 17. And I was really excited because I knew it was it's a very uh, the same format as under 18. So I kind of knew what to expect from that point of view. But it was kind of a mixture of our under 18 team, some of us along with kind of the under 18 team of a few years before so it was fantastic to have that combination of players within the team really pleased that I managed to get involved because I'm pretty sure I've played at least a county cup ever since so that was winter county cup didn't get involved in summer county cup for a couple more years and because I think you do need a bit more doubles experience for that because it's the different format but um, I've played either winter or summer every year since um, so that was what must have been ten years ago. Wow, wow, that's incredible! You must have had some uh, some roller coaster rides through the uh, winter and summer county cups over the ten, last ten years. Any one that particular before we come on to this weekend, any one that really sticks out as being absolutely amazing? Yes, there's definitely one Winter County Cup that stands out. And I'm sure this is probably the highlight for most of us for in the team that day. So we were in basically it was. In Sheffield, so it's kind of as home as we get in Winter County Cup because um, you need the six indoor courts for a Winter County Cup. Um, their team was Vic, um, Millie, Danny Pym, Katie, Kira, um, myself. So it was very close to being the strongest team that we could get out at the time, um, excluding a couple of players. But so we're in Division Three. The first couple of days we played Buckinghamshire and. Staffordshire I think it was and we got we won I think there were some tight matches but we definitely we won fairly comfortably but so had Somerset so we went into the last day straight playoff for promotion into division into division two um and as far as I'm aware we hadn't been in division two as far at least ladies team hadn't been there for a while as far as any of us could remember at least after the singles it was still pretty tight so it came down to the doubles there was extra excitement because um, because it was being in Sheffield, it meant that more people could come to support. So we had a lot of our friends and families there watching. Um, me and Danny played together. We were playing two sisters from um, Somerset who clearly knew each other, played together a lot. Yeah. And we had Millie and Katie on the court next to us playing in a similarly close match. Um, and from memory, I'm pretty sure we only needed one of them to win and get promoted, but they were both very tight. So it was 
it was kind of like a race who could get that promotion first between the two courts. Um, and I'm, I'm nervous just listening to this. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, it's worth watching as well sometimes, isn't it? So, um, yeah, they were both really close matches and um, we both managed to clinch victory. I think me and Danny just got over the line first to confirm that promotion. Um, but it was, yeah, fantastic. I mean, to go to Division 2, um, yeah, was pretty amazing because if you look at the likes of the counties in Division 2, they're much bigger counties, a lot more players. So for small Derbyshire, or as in terms of the number of players we've got, to be in the likes of Division 2 was fantastic to see and it just showed the strength and depth and what a great team we had. Can you remember the feeling when you won that match? Can you remember what it felt like? Yeah, I think someone's got a video somewhere of it. Um, and I think it was amazing. I don't think I could stop saying Div 2 for the next three weeks because it was just <laughs> such a, such an exciting thing to um, be doing. And kind of that is absolutely the highlight of my um, Ladies County Cup career so far. And hopefully one day we may get back up there. But um, Come on. Come on, well, that's brilliant. I love to hear that. Let's hope we have some uh, similar fireworks this weekend. Um, so coming on now, you're co-captain alongside Katie Wilson, who you started with all those years ago. Um, now, where where are we playing this time around? So we're in Boston, um, which is a club that I've not been to before. So always nice to go somewhere different, try somewhere new. Um we're in Division 4, so we've gone down slightly since those heights of Division 2. But I think, given the team we do have, I think we definitely can put ourselves in a good position to compete for that promotion this time. Come on, come on. So who, who is in our, who's in our team this time around? So we've got myself and Katie, um, Danny Pym, Laura Monk, who's um, one of the juniors, so it's great to have her coming through and getting that. Um, she's been in the ladies' team a couple of times, but it's great for her to keep getting that experience. Um, Sarah Allen, so she's come back to play the ladies after a few years out of um, playing in the ladies' county cup. So, again, that's great to have her experience and knowledge of um, her experience and knowledge. And then we've got Kylie Holmes making her debut I think for at least for um, ladies county cup and we've got Kira Mullins as well coming back after a few years of being in America. So it's great to have her back in the team. I'm just hope I've not forgotten anyone. I think that was, that's it. Oh no, Millie Debbie Smith. How can I forget Millie? Um, she is also part of the team, um, which is great to have her. Um, so I think that's a really strong team, pretty good depth as well. Um, fortunately, we've not got Vic because I think she's um, slightly injured at the moment. But it would um, so we wish her the best in her recovery. But um, come on, yeah, well, absolutely, wishing Vic all the best. But so, what a great lineup! Um, and yeah, a couple of returning players with Sarah and Kira. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Really looking forward to it. Um, Kira's great fun and was part of that. Um, team that got us up to division two so um yeah and I don't know Sarah as well because we didn't cross as paths too much when we were younger so it'll be great to get to know her a little bit better brilliant brilliant um what are you most looking forward to about this weekend it's great to just get the team together we get on really well we have a lot of fun um I suppose one thing I do need to call out is um 
Millie is very good at making songs about all of us. So um, she makes some songs to chant along when we're all playing. So with a couple of people returning to the courts this year, she's got a few more people she needs to make songs for. So um, you'll have to see if she can do a performance for you at some point. But um, I know that. if I'd have known that, I'd have asked Millie if she could make a song up for me for when she was on the podcast. But I know she's <laughs> working at, at, dare I say, Nottingham Forest Football Club at the moment. So, um, yes. yeah, no doubt she'll have improved even more at making up songs for the terraces. She's had plenty of chances <laughs> she, to practice. Yeah, yeah, she's very entertaining when um, she brings those songs out. But that's kind of one of the great things about playing as a team you kind of have that team spirit team camaraderie between yourselves and um hopefully when we're winning we can celebrate by singing those songs <laughs> love it you've got to get us some recordings of those we'd love to we could look and put those out on our social media couldn't we <laughs> uh, top stuff well listen louise i mean all the very best this this weekend i know it's um you've got lincolnshire haven't you so you are playing them it on mm -hmm. in, in their home territory, you've got Staffordshire, and you've got you've got east of Scotland, have you? I think they're they're travelling a fair old while. Yes, they are, um, and it's quite nice actually. Those counties we we came across Staffordshire quite a lot a few years ago, but I don't think we've played um, Lincolnshire at least for um, a few years. So it's nice to be playing different players um, and different teams. So. It's hard to tell how strong they're going to be because it just depends who they manage to turn out on the days we're playing them. But I think it'll be a great opportunity for us to compete. All the very, very best. Um, it's uh, It's been brilliant to hear all about, about your journey, Louise. Um, what a fantastic tennis journey. Let's hope in the, the roller coaster ride that is being a, a tennis player that there's a high this weekend that uh, Millie and the team have lots to sing about. And, uh, and yeah, can't wait to, to hear how you get on. But we have to ask you, we ask everyone this question. And uh, it is, if you could go for a drink with anyone, alive or dead, who would it be and why? It's a tricky one. Um, I suppose the one that springs to mind, so at the moment I'm reading Rob Burrow's book, um, Rugby League, League Player, um, who's recently been diagnosed with MND. And... I think he jumped to mind because not only was he an exceptional sports person um, when he was competing in rugby league, he was very small compared to a lot of rugby players. So he kind of overcame a lot of challenges there, which were very kind of inspirational um, and it's been great to read about. But then since he got diagnosed with MND, he's had he's faced even more challenges and has absolutely kind of raised a lot of profile for the illness and for those that other people that are experiencing um the same kind of thing as him so I think I'd he's one of the people that it'd be interesting to meet just to kind of see that in in person and get to know him proper inspirational story that he that he has and and how he's yeah. facing up to all the adversity and and how much money's been raised as well is just a phenomenal you know it's I mean it's kind of I've I've followed the stories on on the the BBC Breakfast and uh, what it is inspiring, isn't it? I hadn't realised there's a book. It sounds like that that's really worth a reader. Yeah, it came it only came out earlier this year. So um, yeah, um, I'm not finished it yet. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Um, went on holiday last week and took it, and so I've got a good amount of reading in there. But um, definitely recommend. 
it's it's really related benefit of doing this podcast is I, I, we've just bought a number of books as presents, which is former guests saying they read a book and that they would like to meet that person. So thank you for, thank for you. adding to my reading list. I can't <laughs> wait to, to read that one, um, which I will do. And then um, thank you so much for your time. Um, yeah, just been brilliant to hear about your journey, Louise, and, and just all the very best to Derbyshire ladies for this weekend. Come on, Derbyshire. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time.